Six man, six man, Dion Wade. Six, 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 I'm undefeated, never lost. Six buzz. Six buzz. You're a buck team, IG. Welcome back to Six Man Radio. I'm your host, David Sanchez. With me, is, as always, is Brandon Angelo. And making his triumphant return back to the show is my cousin, Nick Rocha. What's going on, fellas? All right, guys. How are we doing? Fantastic. How about you, Davey? Good. Uh, you know, Nick was saying this before the show. This is the best uh, best time of the year for sports. Everything is going on right now. Basketball, college football, football, baseball, soccer, hockey, even though no one really cares about hockey. Hockey's kind of dope. I Not mess with really. it. I rocks with it. Yeah. Come on, man. I mean, I'll, I'll, show, some, hater. I'll show some love to hockey, you know, in the Stanley Cup. That's the only time I watch it. Or if, if the LA or the, the Vegas Knights, I'll watch their intros. That's it. Because it gets wavy out there. Oh, my God. <laughs> I remember watching game one of the Stanley Cup. It was in Vegas. That show they put on. They put amazing. on a show. Oh. It, was, it was a 15-minute like yeah. intro. I, there was a plot. There was characters. It was amazing. Beautiful thing. So if every hockey team does that, maybe I'll start paying attention to the Stanley Cup. Viewership would probably go up overall if every hockey team did that. Like I could probably I could probably give you a NHL franchise, and you probably wouldn't know if it's real or not. That's not true because I watch hockey. Yeah, you so watch hockey? <laughs> I watch hockey, yes. God, there's there's a... Uh, so, no, that wouldn't work. Who's the St. Louis, the, uh, the NHL in St. Louis? The Blues. The Blue Jays. Who cares no, about that? Just the Blues. Just the Blues. Just the Blues. The Blues. St. Louis Blues. Yeah. Who cares about them? Bro, you live in Tampa. Go check out a Lightning game. It's one of the because you're a Southern boy. I guess you don't yeah. care about hockey down here. It makes sense. Yeah, I went right. to my fair share of Panther games as a, ki- as a kid. Like maybe Panthers three. stink. Maybe yeah, that's, that's why. You know what? I grew up in the worst sporting culture in the world in Miami, okay? Yeah, <laughs> so there you go. That had an effect on it. You don't like baseball because the Marlins stink. You don't like hockey because the Panthers stink. I remember my stink. dad waking me up after game five the next morning saying the Marlins won. I tried staying up for that, but it didn't work. The stinking Yankees. That's maybe just <laughs> Yankees lose. The Yankees lose. All right, well. What do we have coming up on the show today, David? All right, so we actually have a great show. We're going to talk about some NBA. We have my friend Arm Layton, SB Sports writer and a uh, uh, member of the Marlins media. He's coming on the show after the break to talk about some World Series action. And then Start we'll talk spreading about, the news. And then we're going to talk about some NFL and then talk about our lock of the week, even though me and Brandon went Bang. 0 for 2. Yep. Basically, what you need to do with our lock of the week is just flip it. And then you're going to make a lot of money because we're, we're not yeah, very good. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to open up with what every sports show is going to be opening up with today, and that is the so. Lakers Trailblazers. <laughs> LeBron's first game in a Lakers uniform. It was in Portland, though. Nick, I want to start with you because I feel like you have a lot. Me and Brandon obviously love the Lakers because of Lonzo, and you, I'm biased. I would say you're objective with LeBron. Like yeah. you, You're not a fanboy like you're me, but you're also not a complete hater. You respect them. Correct. So what did you notice about the Lakers overall yesterday? It's definitely a work in progress. I mean, that goes without saying it's only the first game of the season, but there's just, I don't know, the way that team's built, there's no shooters around the guy. And basically everywhere he's ever had success, you got to have guys who can play off the ball and who can shoot the three. And so far, I just, you know, I think he'll get him just because he's LeBron, probably 45 wins just by himself. If everybody can come together around him, they could probably make some noise in the playoffs. Still don't think they're going to the finals by uh, any means, but I that's an interesting point because there is no there there's not a a Kyle Korver or a Ray Allen that LeBron has in this team. And not even that there's no like there's not a Shane Batty. Who would even be the James best shooter Jones. on this team? Yeah, so out of the starting lineup yesterday, 
there's two mates th- uh three uh, Caldwell three Pope pointers. is KCP, that their best KCP made one th- uh three pointer the other three pointer was made by Rondo that's see two three pointers <laughs> out of the starting five and that'll probably be Rondo's LeBron only went zero for four Ingram went zero for four McGee didn't attempt a three thank God I wish he would have <laughs> yeah so the, yeah there's lack of shooters and. And there's too many ball handlers. I feel like there's a spacing problem in the team where there is a guy, like you said earlier, like Lonzo Ball, who really can't play off the ball because Lonzo at his peak, or when he's playing his best, is you know in transition with the ball and you can use his vision and his IQ. Yep. Lance Stevenson needs the ball coming off the bench. Uh, Rondo obviously needs the ball. That's been his whole career. He's obviously, a floor yeah. general. He's much like Chris Paul. And LeBron, even though he's a center forward and he's playing a four, or a three or four, and I think yesterday he was playing a five in the small ball lineup. He needs yeah. the ball in his hands. I mean, to be fair, even Ingram is the same way. And I Ingram, mean, yeah, and and Ingram's not a good three point shooter. He's like, if the shots on, the shots on. He won't, <laughs> he won't force one up or catch and shoot. But he needs the ball in his hands as well. So when you have so many people that have the balls in their hands and they're not the best three point shooters, Rondo's not a good three point shooter. Lonzo's not a good three point shooter. Stevenson's not the best three point shooter. He went over three last night. I do think they're going to have a problem. And you know what? They were efficient in the paint, and they did get a lot of buckets. But, you know, they were making twos, and the Trailblazers were making threes. Right. Yeah, I mean, they've got the tempo. They can move that ball up the court quick, and they can get in the paint. But in a league where – and in a conference where you're playing with Golden State, those twos are not going to cut it. And LeBron's offense is elevated to where if he could accept playing off the ball and letting those other guys facilitate – He's got the offense, but obviously I just don't think he's at that point where he's ready to give that up. Which I think he's going to have to do for them to be successful. I agree. Like it's, it's necessary. I agree. They did have good defense, though. They, it, it looked like they were at least checked in. Ingram's I, playing guys full up the court, pressing. Like, they look like they're at least locked into the idea of playing defense. So One of the things that you, you could tell that they were trying to push for was – was pushing the ball up the court as soon as they can. But yeah. There was a lot of – the that, Lonzo that, effect. That, that's, that's one of the major benefits of having all these ball handlers. So if there's a defensive rebound or a steal, most, more likely than not, unless it's McGee, there's a guy on the court who can push the ball up the court and, and uh, push the tempo, which right. is something they want to do. But if you want to do that, it doesn't hurt to have a, a shooter lagging the court in case they get an offensive rebound and you want to kick it out or there's a missed, uh, missed market on the defense. Definitely. Uh, other than that, any major takeaways? I think the most surprising thing for me was just kind of seeing it. Like we we always like we were like oh like this whole summer was like well, it was weird how they signed McGee Stevenson you know Michael Beasley and really Rondo. Really weird to watch. But when court. you see it, <laughs> it was, you, like you it was think a trip. you think you'll be weird. It'll it, it will it'll be normal. It's like it. a like, video game. It's right. so weird. Like how did this team come to happen? I t- if I told you this a year ago, you would have told me I was crazy. No, there's just. Nothing about it's like a like a fantasy team or something like that. Or you did a fantasy draft in two uh, K or something. It just doesn't really make sense. But that's why it's going to be so entertaining. Uh, I was even, I was even watching the game with a ca- like a friend who's just a casual NBA fan. And even at one point he said he goes, "It's weird seeing Rondo and LeBron on the same team." And Stevenson and Javale McGee. He does not all follow in, it like all we in the Laker jersey. <laughs> In all these new Lakers students, jerseys, which are fresh. clean. These Every, jerseys are nice. They have, Going back to Showtime. I they love have, it. They have one of the sauciest teams in the league, too. I, like, that's, yeah, He's, I that. really don't think that's debatable. And uh, even Kuzma, he just signed the, that partnership with the GOAT app. You see that? With the who? The GOAT, the GOAT app? app? Yeah. Did he really? Yeah. So, so we got some hype beast over there, too? Yeah. 
Kuzma's the first uh, NBA athlete to sign a shoe deal with a with an app, and this app what gives them vintage shoes or custom made shoes each game. Yeah, basically something like that. Yeah, so instead of signing with Nike or Adidas, he's limiting himself to one brand. He'll be able to wear, you know, clean kicks. Genius. And that's awesome with the NBA's new rule that they can wear whatever shoes they want this year. They don't have to wear team colored shoes. So if you was that a rule? Yeah. Yeah. What? Like on Tuesday, what? you see Rogier with those bright orange shoes. You couldn't yeah. wear those before. Now you can wear whatever you want playing ball. So that's really smart by but him. But Jr. still can't wear, wear his Supreme series. And Lonzo has to tape <laughs> up that Triple tat. B tattoo. No way. Yeah, yeah man. You can't you, do it. You'd get. I think it's like 15k a game. You would get fined. So yeah. why? So why can't Jr. wear the Supreme sleeve and why can't Lonzo show the BBB? Tattoo? It's they're not brands recognized by the NBA. Yeah, yeah. Like they don't have a partnership with them. Right. Just like oh, when you see the ridiculous. guys wear beats in the NFL, they got to put the tape over the beat because the beats aren't a sponsored NFL, you know, uh, company. Yeah, they need to be a sponsored item right. by the league. It's crazy, dude. And really, no and one's Jay- gonna pick out those tattoos out of a million, and the NBA That's just the, gave it the recognition. They're, yeah, they're making a bigger <laughs> deal out of it than it would have been. Right. Like Lonzo has a full sleeve, and right. there's a little BBB in there. It's you're tiny. not seeing that on it's TV, but JR- you're gonna notice that little piece of paper and look it up and be like, <laughs> "Why is he just covering up that J- little piece on his arm?" Exactly. Jr. Jr. has to cover his supreme uh, calf tattoo now. Yeah, again, like you're probably want to realize it. that one, but <laughs> yeah, <for laughs> now sure. I'm talking about it every time. All right, let's move on from the Lakers. Let's talk about other things around the NBA. Did you guys get to watch the Celtics Sixers game? I did not. I was at work. I did. How did it go? Celtics. I not the Celtics showed me why I chose them to be the, the two thousand. Wait, hold on. NBA First team. question: Can Ben Simmons shoot yet? No. 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 Okay. No. 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 And Mark. No. And Markel too. <laughs> I, I want to. No. Before okay, before we continue to talk about the Celtics and how great they are, I want to rescind my most improved player pick of Markel Fultz our, until further. <laughs> Shots uh, not looking pretty. It's not. It's it's. Cringeworthy. He made his first three last night against the Bulls. It's cringeworthy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. His first it's jump terrible. shot. His jump shot that he made last night, not the three pointer. It's not even that it was a clean swish. It bounced around the rim a couple times and it finally went in. And it looks his shot looks broken. It's worse than Lonzo. I think he's just a broken Lonzo, human being Lon- though. Like his his morale and his overall confidence is still shot. I, like I, he's just not the same player. I, I, I want to watch videos of him in college because I remember watching him at Washington. Before he got drafted, and yeah, he was a good shooter. I don't know why. Like, he wasn't even on a good NBA or uh, college basketball program. He did put up good stats, but I don't know why he he was touted immediately to be the number one pick. Bro, the because Philly fans last night were cheering like he won the MVP when he was bricking threes. They were that excited he was just attempting to shoot the ball. I mean, Which again, that's a confidence killer. That, no, that, no, that's, it's that's crazy. <laughs> that would kill it me if I was crazy. on the court. Yeah, okay. if I, if it, yeah, it's. And they traded back. They traded up to take him. They could have had Tatum. He could even. Got, I mean, Lonzo would have been an improvement on that. I mean, Either one. It wouldn't would work with Simmons, but my, uh, Tatum I, is what that team needs. That just. He's I don't a, know. He's how, a better version of Robert. He's better he than Robert perfect. Covington. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Can you imagine a starting lineup of Ben Simmons, JJ Redick, uh, Robert Covington, Jason Tatum, and Embiid? That's wow. winning the East right there. That's, that's your, what that that's, is. That's, that's your powerhouse for the rest that's, of the East. Yep. That's, yeah. That's but I don't know, because if the Celtics even up with Fultz, I, don't, I wouldn't put past Stevens to improve Fultz. Yeah, I mean, bro, there's just never been anything like but, Fultz. But the problem with Fultz, yeah, didn't he get – he got fluid drained from his shoulder after the draft, correct? No one knows, bro. 
They were saying it was an injury. Other people were saying his morale was just so shot they made up the injury. Like, nobody really knows yeah. what went on last year. My favorite thing last year was just ha- having, like, the leaked videos of him in practice, like, airballing free throws. <laughs> Looking terrible. How did this come? He was the number one pick. I, I mean, he didn't look like a basketball player. No. Like, he his didn't jump look shot doesn't, like he was Even his jump shot basketball. now doesn't look like he's a basketball player. Yeah. It's, it's like a 2K player with a late release. It's it's awful, and I I hope he play. I mean, I thought he was gonna get better because I thought his shoulder was finally healthy and that his confidence was back. I'm gonna have to okay. Most improved, who's the most improved player this year? It's not Fultz. I thought. I mean, I said it was Lonzo, which he's gonna hurt if which he's not getting started. He's, he's not, not gonna g- start, and if he's coming off the bench, there's three other ball handlers on this. He's online. still not healthy. That's why he's not starting. Okay, so there's still that. That's still up in the air. Okay. Once he's back from injury. I don't want to talk about it. Let's talk about the Celtics. All right, Celtics. Stacked. All right, so I'm going to tell a little story. After game seven of Houston Rockets Golden State Warriors in the Western Conference Finals last year, called my cousin Nick up to complain and cry that the Warriors are going to the final again. Like KD. Like KD, exactly. <laughs> That's what you sound like right now. No, so... The, the, okay, so that game, game seven, how many three-pointers did the Rockets miss in a row? 27. 27. 27. The Rockets last year, their whole thing was, we are going to be the most efficient offense. We're going to have two all-star point guards in James Harden and Chris Paul, mm-hmm. Hall of Fame point guards. We're always going to have shooters. We're going to have three and D guys and Trevor Ariza and P.J. Tucker. We have Bob Mute off the bench. They said, we are going to be the best version of what the Warriors already were. Here's the problem. You cannot shoot the Warriors. They don't, it's it's that's part, not the game plan. To it's go part. For. It's Doesn't part of the, it, A lot of it is the system they play with Steve Kerr, who, by the way, is a really underrated coach. I feel like people only think it's success. Like they pull up. Oh, Luke Walton had that good record, you know, when Steve Kerr was gone. Like he we'll set ta- up that team. Well, for well, Luke well, Walton too. well, and and then Mark Jackson built the team with Steve Kerr. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Steve Kerr is an underrated coach, and we'll get into that later because I noticed something when they played the Thunder. You cannot shoot the Warriors. Yeah, it is the system that Steve Kerr implemented, but it's also that you have two, in my opinion, the two best shooters of all time in Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. Uh, and Durant. And Kevin Durant. And God. the best pure scorer of all time. Debatably <laughs> the best pure scorer yeah, of all right. time. So you're not going to outshoot them. No. If And it's kind of like how um, – I'll, I'll give it a different uh, uh, sport analogy. With Messi and Ronaldo, they've been the best player the past 10 years, and there's always been that third player – um, who's like every different year, like they could win it, but it's mm-hmm. usually a forward. You're not going to out Messi and Ronaldo, Messi and Ronaldo. No. Modric won it because he's a midfielder and he did something different because you're yes. not going to out Messi and Ronaldo, Messi and Ronaldo. Mm. The Celtics have always on the court five athletic defenders who can switch on the pick and they have this defensive system that they only had, they only uh, allowed 100 points a game against to their opponents last year mm-hmm. while best only scoring 104. The they had the 18th best le- offense in the league in the playoffs without their two best players. And they still made a game seven in the Eastern Conference Finals. This is a new. It's it's going to be a new brand of basketball. Yeah, they can. They have the three pointer in their arsenal. They have three point shooters on their team. They're not going to live and but die. But that by. can't be me, your it, main not, weapon. They're not going to live and die by the three like yeah. the Rockets. Yeah, they play positionless basketball. I think, and I and I and I and who do you guys? You have you get Marcus Smart off the bench, Terry Rozier off Go. the bench, Aaron Go. Baines off the bench, Morris, Morris off the bench. They're 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 not as purely talented as the Warriors, but I think Brad Stevens won. He's the best coach in the NBA. I Thugs. think they're deeper, way deeper, and it, they're they way deeper than the Warriors. Team. Way, especially David West retired, Javale McGee's gone. Right, but 
We'll just see what happens when Cousins comes back because oh. that's just a crazy X factor to be waiting on. You get the best center in the game, arguably, now just chilling. If he comes back and he's – If he's I still mean, DeMarcus Cousins, we're, we're screwed. Yeah. Uh, this, this, it, I'm nothing saying, matters I'm at that point. I'm saying this right? assuming that a big man – what is he? Is he 300 pounds? Who? Cousins? No. Nah. No, he's like he's seven one. He's thick. He's, he's got to be pretty close to that. He is. I mean, thick. he's not seven one. He's a big boy. No, he's nah. big. He's probably like 260, 270. Nimble, athletic, best passing Nimble. big man in the game. You like that? You like that number? Uh, yeah, he's two seventy. He's two seventy. Look at that. Look at that, bro. Listen. Oh, so he's coming back the same exact player, and it's a wrap. <sighs> right. I mean, I love the Celtics. I think that team is built insanely good. But if he comes back and he's 85% Cousins, it's over. It's over. You have five All-Stars in your starting lineup. Doesn't even matter. You can't compete with that no matter what. No matter what you do. Let's compare position to position. Steph Curry, Kyrie. Kyrie, I wouldn't... Coming off the knee injury. Coming off a knee injury. He's not going to give you 25 a game, Kyrie. Well, he can. He can, but he'll he'll, he'll give you... Yeah, he'll give you 20. He'll be saucy as ever. Best handles in the league. He'll be Kyrie. Jelly. He'll be Kyrie Irving. I love Kyrie. Kyrie Irving. I think he's the best finisher at the rim I've ever seen. Handles too. And he is. Oh, he's, he's so great. quick with the he's ball. So icy. <clears throat> and he's the and he's the weakest. He's the weakest defensive link in that starting lineup, Definitely. which is a good weak point to have. <laughs> right. Yeah. For sure. Okay. So a shooting guard's Clay Thompson. Who's the shooting guard for the Celtics? I mean, Jalen Brown. Brown? Jalen Brown. Yeah, it's Jalen Brown. I love Jalen Brown. It's still Clay. Oh, it's. I no, mean, if Clay you're Thompson, comparing, like it's right. gonna be you're taking Steph but, over Kyrie, you're Jay- taking Clay over Brown, and then what are you gonna go to after that? No, no, I'm saying the whole point of this is that every Warrior is gonna be better than their counterpart yeah. with the Celtics. Yeah, yeah. But together, the Celtics may be just as good as a team as the Warriors. As a team, I don't Jaylen know if Brown, I root that. Jalen just... Brown can defend. Jason Tatum can defend. Al Horford can defend. Who's there for? Uh, Hayward. Hayward. But it's, it's not as if the Warriors are some team that lack chemistry and stuff like that and don't play well together. Oh, yeah, They're no. really good individual p- players that play well together. So but that's the issue with it. The but they, they have, they, they have, the Warriors haven't played a defense like the Celtics. Haven't played a defense like the Celtics. Yeah. I hear you, man. But you're still talking about coming off the bench for them, Sean Livingston, oh, Jordan he's Bell. still playing. God damn. Shit. I'll, oh, sorry. Iguodala is <laughs> going to be coming <laughs> off the S- bench. That's good. Iguodala's going to be coming off the bench now. Uh, once Cousins gets back in there, he'll move to the bench. Like, I mean... The Celtics have a deep bench, but so do the Warriors. And they're Like, they might be a little bit deeper, oh, listen, but... I'm not saying it's, it's a wrap. The Celtics are way better. But when they inevitably meet in the finals, six or seven Oh, games. it's going to be a game. It'll be I a mean, better matchup be than it was last year. Correct. Yeah. I, said, the, I, said, I said this the other sure. day. I said that if the Celtics made the finals last year, they would have won a game in Boston. Yeah, just, be, just because they play so well at home too. Off, purely off emotion too. and the crowd and the yeah. defense. No. Marcus Smart bringing the energy. Rozier would still presumably be still hot. Oh, yeah, I mean the Cavs just turned it in after Jr. screwed up game one. <laughs> We're not talking about that anymore. <laughs> right. Also, I feel like Marcus Smart is good to really get in the head of Draymond. He can maybe get him suspended a couple of games. <laughs> oh, that's, <laughs> that's a These are things that's you have to think about. It, it, you have to do that. All right. So as I'm watching all these NBA games and the season being back, I kind of thought of something. I wanted your opinion on this. Has there ever been a time in the NBA? And honestly, this could be just me not being able to watch any other era in the league and just seeing what I've seen. Mm-hmm. Has there ever been an era in the NBA with this many good players? At a level, at 
the 20th player in the league. Who's the 20th, be- 20th best player in the league? Give me a, per- a player around that range. They're, they're still a baller. Mm. Like Jokic? Is he the 20th best player in the league? Booker, Devin Booker, the 20th best player in the league? You could probably put Devin Booker up over there, yeah. Yeah, yeah and Devin Booker, what, is in his third year? Or fourth? He's not even 22 years old. Yeah, he's a baller. <laughs> and he's the, 20th, he's the 20th best player. And we don't even talk about him because he's in Phoenix. It's and unreal. He, what, what is he averaging? I'll look that up right now. I mean, he dropped 30 the other night. And they only and played one clutch. game. So he's averaging, averaging 30 points a, a game. That's <laughs> <laughs> a 22-year-old. He's averaging 20 points a game in his whole career. He's averaging 20 points. Well, listen, as the senior on this show today, being 32 years old. Yeah, this is a better one for you to weigh in on, I think. Yeah, the, you're, you're right. I do think that this is the deepest it's ever been as far as star power goes. But that dream team in 92, that, that the, I mean, the league was stacked with Hall of Famers playing at that point. Yeah, that dream team is a good way to gauge how much talent was in the league at that time. I mean, you're talking about what, 20, 25 but, okay, guys and on the team? Yeah, yeah, so I feel like, okay, in, in, in any era, the top 10 players are always going to be amazing. Yeah. Well, they'll no, no, be no, Hall of Famers. But that's what I'm saying. Extending the dream team past is... the dream team. Because who was the worst player on that dream team? Chris Mullen? Maybe. But Later. you're talking about more than 10 players. That's my point. You're, I mean, you're still talking 15, 20 deep on that roster, and they were all Hall of Famers pretty much. Oh, no, every every player on the Dream Team minus Christian Leitner is a Hall of Famer. But who's – I mean, not a lot of players play at the Olympics today, so we'll go with the most well, recent one, 2008. Well, you had Gary Payton, Sean Kemp, Stockton, Malone, Pippen, Jordan. You had uh, – Akeem Olajuwon, you had, I mean, you can go down the list. It was it was a great time for basketball. But I do agree with you. Right now, the NBA is at its, I think it's at its all-time high right now, for sure. Plus, you throw in the social media and everything. Like, you're getting now basketball in the summer. Yeah, that's No what, one ever talked yeah. about it before. Yeah, it's, I think that's last crazy. summer I actually, well, cause last summer or two summers ago, I watched it because of Alonzo, the summer league. Right. And even But even this year, I wanted to see... There's and the past two rookie classes have been we we assume that this rookie class was going to have a lot of good players like last year's the past two rookie classes have been amazing yeah. it's given us Jason Tatum Lonzo Donovan Mitchell and then this year you have Trey Young who can be a who could be a, a really, really good, exciting really player, exciting to watch player. Luka Doncic DeAndre and even Bagley we don't even talk about him is he in Sacramento Bamba. Mo Bamba in Orlando who's already starting to show some potential Bamba Bamba love that guy. I think it's more you can get into the debate of just how big or important the NBA is at this point right. and polarizing it is yep. just because of how much star power there is. And the social media plays so much into it because the drama that you get out of the NBA is, I mean, you can't compare it to any other league. But uh, uh, another thing I was going to lead us Bro, into. Durant and Burner accounts? Are you kidding yeah. me? Oh, and then yeah, you got, you got Jimmy Butler. You got all this going on in the offseason and stuff crazy. like this. That's unbelievable. It's never been like that. Who was the uh, Philly GM that had a Burner account? Colangelo. Oh, yeah. Colangelo. Chump. So – I was also going to say this. Every, like, if I'm looking, I think every single team has a player I want to watch, minus the Grizzlies. Yeah. <laughs> Name me a team I'm going to watch. Like, even with the I'd heat. say the Grizzlies is probably the one team. I mean, the yeah. Heat only this season because it's Wade's last year. But they still got D-Wade, yeah. Um, the Hawks, Trey Young. The Mavericks, Dennis Smith Jr. and Luka Doncic. Kings, De'Aaron Fox. The Kings, Fox. De'Aaron Fox is an absolute animal. Bagley. Bagley, Bagley. too. Yeah. Uh... Well, start naming the Thunder. Obviously, Russell Westbrook. That's obvious. Yeah. Name if you name bad franchises, they'll probably have a good player. Uh, the Suns now they have Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton. Magic with Josh Bamba. Jackson. Bamba. Magic have mobile. Like there's so many uh, uh, points of interest every team has. Yeah, I agree with and, you. And, I, and and three or four years ago, there 
there was a handful of franchises you didn't want any part of because they weren't exciting at all. Yeah, they at least even if they're not going to be too I, good, they'll they'll be interesting. Right. Two years they'll, ago, they'll have two, something to watch two, for. Two three years ago, the Lakers. Who did they have in their starting lineup? The Lakers. The two or three years ago. Bro, that roster was ugly. Was yeah. Julius Randle even starting? Yeah. Well, I like yeah. Julius, I love Julius Randle. I wish they kept him, but. Yeah, I mean, he didn't move to the bench till like the last year or two. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it was pathetic. It was real bad. I mean, Larry Kobe, Nance Jr. was starting Kobe for the for Lakers. <laughs> can thank Kobe for that. Don't one. hit on Larry Nance. Uh, is he still on the Cavs? That is boy can yam it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Damn. Yep. And Jordan Clarkson still there. Mm, yep. The Cavs have Sexton. I want to watch him play. Sleeper team right there. Yeah, for sure. I want to see Kevin Love play and Kevin Love's as still the there. first option again. So I think the NBA, one, it's already the most marketable sport, I think, with the stars that we have. Because there's more 100%. superstars in the NBA compared to the NFL. And because that's just the way the NBA is. You only have five players on the court, and you can just – no One helmet. player matters more in basketball than one player would in a different sport. Like, you I can w- control the game way more. Like I watched the Thursday night game last night. I watched Josh Rosen, but after the first half, and they're getting smacked. It's since it, yeah, it. and Josh Rosen, but Plus it's also ba- ten other players that you don't want to watch. Yeah. Minus see, Johnson. You see their faces; they're more, they're more exposure. Football. I mean, you know, like the top, you know, ten guys, mainly quarterbacks. But after that, you probably can't pick a guy off the street because he's in a helmet, and you, you know, you just don't know who he is. So the NBA, it's creeping up, man. It's it's not too far behind the NFL. It really isn't. They've cut way into their uh, to their margins. I give it another 10 years, and football keeps getting soft, the NBA will overtake it. All right, before we go to break, uh, Nick, me and Brandon already discussed this earlier. We just want to get your NBA predictions for the whole year. Who's okay. your MVP? Well, I was telling you the other night, and you laughed at me. I think uh, without going with you know your obvious choice of LeBron, <laughs> uh, I think it's going to be Giannis. I think Giannis is going to take that next step, and he's going to be the MVP this year, the Greek freak. Okay. Book it. I so yeah, I'm still sticking with LeBron, but after watching Anthony Davis, yeah, that is too, Anthony yeah, Davis is a he's, monster. Uh, he's an animal. If he can, and he that could the Pelicans could be a surprise team because Miritich can shoot and he's a good defender. Julius <laughs> Julius Randle. I agree with you, but that Houston defense the other night was atrocious. Oh, don't even get me started about the Rockets. I mean, I'm so I've never been so disappointed in a franchise in so long. Um, Wait, so we're not going to be able to talk about Melo? And the performance no, no. That it seems like you're kind of skipping over that on purpose. Dude, I, I told you. I, to I, I, listen, it. I've told you how I felt about Melo after they got eliminated from the playoffs last year. He fooled me with the hoodie Melo videos last summer. Wait, you were still a believer in him? Oh, two summers ago when he beyond that, he was just tra- a believer. When he got in traded him. to the Thunder, my mindset was, all right, he's a third option. He, there's going to be no pressure on him. He'll give you 16 points, 16, 17 points a game, and it'll be good. No. No, you bought. He hoodwinked you. Yeah. I mean, you get. And I think a lot of that has to do with Billy Donovan as a coach, because I didn't think I don't think the Thunder had a good brand of basketball last year. They didn't at all. They, but they, they Mello didn't, didn't but, help. But Melo's washed up, dude. Oh no, yeah, he is. And I don't, he, is I don't he, think it would have mattered what I mean, system he's and, in. And, he's washed up. And look how much has changed since they got eliminated from the playoffs. Remember that first media day. Um, at Talking the end, at yeah. end of the season media day, he's like, "Yeah, I'm not coming off the bench." And now. Right. I think he even has to admit that his game is declining. Where now he is coming off the bench, he's like, "Yeah, that's I'll just accept yeah. my role." No choice. Uh, your rookie of the year. Um, rookie of the year. I think it's. I I think I'm gonna have to go with Doncic just because the kid can do everything. I mean, Aiton's a beast, but uh, but I think Doncic is gonna be pivotal 
for that squad. All right, that was me and Brandon's answer. Because he's so well-developed at this point. He's been playing professional basketball. Yeah, so. you, I mean, it's almost hard is, to even call is, him a rookie. Oh, he's like 6'7", six, 6'8", six, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's tall. He's kind of yeah. slow. I mean, the only he thing everybody slow. was worried about was his athleticism of being able to but keep up on the saucy. defensive. But he's saucy. When you're handles, that technically gifted. His then, handles, his... Exactly. I, I like, he, even though he's not quick, he'll get the separation for a shot just off his uh, skillful ability. Mm-hmm. He's, yep. he's an interesting player. He's like... A smaller Dirk. Definitely don't handles. think it'll be Trey Young. Just put it that way. No, Trey Young is. We 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 talked about this. He'll have thirty, and then he'll have eleven. He's, he'll be up and down. Well, that Atlanta roster is absolutely terrible. Vince I don't Carter. know if you've looked at it. Vince but, Carter, baby. Well, of course I love Vince, but that is terrible. not a forty-year-old Vince. No, Are you kidding me? No. So, <laughs> like, he'll still put in the work, but right. Why and why is he exclusively playing for bad franchises in the twilight of his career? I thought he was going to go to the Grizzlies. Warriors. It's no pressure. Grizzlies, he can just go out there and ball if Grizzlies, he wants to. Grizzlies, Kings, yep. and now the Hawks. I'm sure the Warriors Smart. would be like, oh, you want to come on our team? I kind of respect not chasing a ring, to be honest with you. I thought he was going to go That's with the That's what T-Mac Warriors. did with the Spurs. And Maybe he he's just chasing the stats. I mean, on a bad team like that, what does it matter what he's doing night in, night out? Oh, I think it says, like you said, he just wants to play ball. Yeah. So he knows if he goes to the Warriors, he'll log 10 minutes, or he could go to the Hawks and play 15, 20 <laughs> play minutes, as, ma- as much right. as he wants to, because who cares? <laughs> exactly. All right, uh, six man of the year. I already said it's scary, Terry Rozier, baby. That's a that's an option that we that we never discussed. I like Rozier. I, I mean, you know, unless unless Kyrie gets hurt like last year and he moves into the starting lineup, then you know that'll be a moot point. But if he stays off the bench, that guy's ridiculous. Yeah, I'm I'm worried about my Kuzma pick because I think at some point in the season he'll maybe move into the starting lineup. Yeah, I think um, he has a good. Or or it will be in and out of the starting lineup, and you won't be able to give him the six man. Right. Uh, what else we have? Most improved player. Well, um, hmm. I'm trying to think here. That's a deep question, bro. Yeah, because I mean, this is week one there, of the NBA. I'm trying to think of rosters and players. Well, and usually, back usually, here. most improved player of the year is a second year player. Okay. Who had an average rookie year right. or below average, and they just popped. I'll give you Josh Jackson. Oh, that's a good Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Interesting. If you, if you put the parameters like that, I'll give you Josh Jackson. Hmm. I think with Ariza there mentoring him now, and they just signed Crawford too, those two, defense and offense, they can kind of mentor him for sure. He's got all the tools. He's just got to put it together. I like Josh Jackson just because of the first game of the season last year. Remember what he did, Brandon? Threatened the fan with the the gun, the finger gun. Unbelievable! He became my favorite player right after oh, that. Oh, he's about that life. Yeah, very much. So. He's about that life for sure. Uh, who was there? Any topics we have left uh, regarding the NBA? Regarding your picks, we got six man most improved MVP, defensive player of the year. Ooh, um, defensive player of the year. I think he. You know, I feel like there's like ten players we can choose from. Right. Um, I mean, I chose Embiid. Yeah, yeah, he could. I mean, he's got the ability to for sure. He just if, needs to stay healthy. If Utah, if Utah takes that next step, like everybody's saying, and he stays healthy, go Bear. And he won it last year too. And he, yeah, I mean, I know it's not a crazy pick, but that guy defensively is insane. That leads me to my next uh, question, which is Coach of the Year. I'm choosing Quinn Schneider. So that guy is the biggest dirtbag in the world, but he can coach basketball. Why is he a like, dirtbag? Uh, listen, when we're off the show, go read about his time in college. He was the biggest grease ball. And you just look at the guy, and he looks like a shyster, but he can coach <laughs> ball. 
I mean, to have the Jazz where he has them at in the West is is remarkable. Now they got Grayson Allen. So <laughs> perfect for that team. Okay. Uh, Inglis is gonna, is gonna just mold him perfectly to be the biggest grind ball in the league. I picked Joe Ingles up Told on my me. fantasy team. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean Snyder, Snyder. I mean, you could argue he could have been the coach of the year last year. Before, before, since we're on the topic of coaches, I made a note of this uh, last night. It won't I, be Dwayne Casey. No. <laughs> is he even? Is he even in the league? Yeah. So, no. Who's he coaching? Um, who did he sign with? Oh, Detroit. Interesting. Yeah, it was the trailer. They got rid of Van Gundy for him. Um, I Poor loved how every time the Trailblazers were on a run or they made a big three-pointer, they just show Luke Walton's face, and he's on a I, 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 I'm, I really feel for Luke Walton this how about, year. Yeah, how about that? Over, under, how long before Walton gets fired? Oh, I, I don't think he'll get fired this year. Absolutely I don't not. know. LeBron's uh, kind of notorious for that. LeBron's he likes to get coaches fired. I think LeBron's had one coach Take control fired the team. since he moved to Miami. David Blatt? Um, David Blatt. Or Platt. David Blatt. What about the guy who's the assistant on the uh, Golden State right now with the glasses? Mike Brown. Mike Brown. Since he left, since he joined the Heat, I said. Was Mike Brown before the Heat? Yeah. Oh, was he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Well, that's great. He's gotten a couple. Was Mike fires. Brown the coach when they made the finals in 07? Yeah, he was. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, he was. I think Walton. And Mike Brown was an assistant to the Heat when he was on Miami. Was he? I'm pretty sure. I He's been an know. assistant in San Antonio, Golden State. Um, yeah, I don't know about Miami, but yeah, I think Walton's screwed. Enjoy it while you got it, pal. <laughs> LeBron is not having that, dude. dude it's just <laughs> LeBron is not having that. Look, Luke Walton's too young and inexperienced to deal with LeBron. He won't be able to control uh, Luke Walton either. LeBron needs someone who's a little bit of a beta who we can take advantage of. Exactly. Mike Brown wasn't the he wasn't an assistant coach in the Miami area. Um, he's too young and inexperienced to deal with LeBron. The Ball family, Lance Stevenson, Michael Beasley. It's a lot of characters. It's a lot to of characters with. to handle with. Um, my, he, Luke Walton doesn't take BS. That's one thing. But he is. But he was in the same draft class as LeBron. So that has to be. That's I mean, wild. Spolster was LeBron's a young coach, like but that. Spolster was molded by Pat Riley. So that's completely different. It's yeah. completely different. Yep. All right, we are going to break after that. Uh, we're going to talk some NFL. Uh, just got word, Arm Layton will not be on the show today. He Great. is. Sorry for all the hype. He'll be on next week to talk more about the World Series. Uh, Brandon, I do have a specific song request. What? Uh, FIFA 12 soundtrack hits me like a rock. All right. Well, hold on. I'm going to have to take a second to pull that up. <laughs> no. I, I. It's rare that I actually have a specific song I want you to play. That's wildly specific. Let's go with that again. FIFA 12 soundtrack. And which song? Hits me like a rock. 100%. This better be Let's good. Let's see if I know that. Oh, hits me. No. better be good. For all you FIFA fans out there, I think it's a notorious thing. It's a notorious thing to know that the FIFA 12 soundtrack is the greatest FIFA soundtrack of all time. I mean, to make a request, I'm just saying you gotta you better back it up. Very good. Oh no, it'll be a it'll be a slapper. And I, going into the break, I would just like to say this: Carmelo Anthony against the Pelicans <laughs> <laughs> scored nine points and three of ten shooting, one for five from three. But the one thing that really popped out to me, his oh, differential while on the court. Oh no, his plus minus. <laughs> his plus minus, yeah. <laughs> minus 20. Oh. So that's uh, yep. that's a little ugly, and uh, that's what they're getting this year. Oh, Houston may not even make the playoffs then. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, they traded all their defense not away for a the playoffs. Of course I'm exaggerating, not. but they'll be 7th or 8th seed. Six man, six man, Dion Wade. Six, 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 six,
Six buzz. You're a buck team, IG. This is what I hate. What do you hate? See, I want to go out tonight, but tomorrow, tomorrow morning, seven thirty, United Chelsea. Have you ever heard of DVR? No. <sighs> I, I you can't do that nowadays. To begin with, with social media and everything yeah. like that, you're gonna find out. Yeah, like I remember. I actually did that on Tuesday with the USA game while I was at work, and it just doesn't feel right. I don't like. Yeah, that. like my. I I wanted to do it because I wanted to like watch it live essentially right. and not watch the replay, but still, it just yeah, doesn't so feel right. Yeah, so I remember right. when I would I would uh, when I worked at Publix, I would purposely schedule games around or my work around games. My dad's like just like record it. I'm like, Dad, I'm gonna be on my phone like looking at. See, so you're score. gonna find it out. Yeah. Yeah, like I I don't have enough self control to. Just don't tell me the score. I'm not going to go it on Twitter. It like, took everything out of me this summer. I would do it during the World Cup. Like, certain games that I really wanted to watch, I would record it and not go on my phone it, for it, the full entire time that I was at work. And I didn't do much at my job, so it was kind of boring. <laughs> I would usually go on my phone, so it, it was, was a little rough. I mean, luckily, I worked at a place where I could have my computer. So yeah. every time I worked. Wish I could have had that. Yeah. Uh, well, we're not talking about the World Cup. We're going to talk about some NFL. Uh, a lot of... Well, let's just get this out of the way. Me and Brandon aren't good at betting. Very bad at betting. To I had be fair. Jags minus three as my lock. <laughs> my, my lock was the Browns, who lost by 30. So, well, 24. They lost, but still. Tomato, tomato, bro. I At that point. I yeah. have I never straight been. Up. <laughs> I, thought, I, I honestly thought Cowboys, or Jags minus three against the Cowboys was a lock. I, and and the, so oh, uh, let's actually, talk about the Jaguars. I didn't realize you took the Jags. They got whopped too. That was just as bad as mine. Maybe worse. Worse. It was worse. way worse. worse. They lost forty to seven. No. And yeah, how, they did. Real quick, how soft is Patrick Ramsey? Jalen or Jalen Ramsey? Excuse me. I love Jalen Ramsey. So. But have you but have you heard him after the last couple games? I don't Guy know. Has I don't know. Not one word to say. I don't know. To be fair though, I mean, what can know. he say? Well, listen. I don't think you should still keep talking trash once you get your your butt kicked like that. But by you a, can say more than Prescott. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, well, maybe. You just kept saying, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You could kind of be a leader. But no, anyway, but it's we so, can move on from that. He's I amazing. Think, he's, he's a great player. I just thought that was incredibly soft. But here's, we'll see. Here's, um, here's my viewpoint on the Jaguars, on the Jaguars Z specifically. It's kind of like uh, Russell Westbrook two years ago. Russell Westbrook, his first season without KD, roster wasn't looking good. So he said, Every every night I have to pull put up 35, 10, and twelve. Jags Jaguars defense. Blake Bortles isn't good. Every single game they have to show out to bail out their quarterback, exactly. and, that, and it becomes mentally exhausting. You saw Westbrook that first playoff series he played by himself against the Rockets. Mm-hmm. Every the last two minutes of every single game it was mayhem, chucking up shots. He's tired. He's exhausted. This has that's and this is a serious issue. And I said I said it last show. They should have moved on from Blake Bortles after this season. Yeah. They got caught in the moment about him leading them to the AFC Championship, mm-hmm. and it's going to cost them. What did the Vikings do when Case Keenum led them to the NFC Championship? They immediately improved because they know that's the best Case Keenum can do for them. Right. Yeah. I think, too, though, they're a defense that's built to play with the lead. If oh, they, yeah. If, if, they yeah. Have, if they have the lead, they can turn those pass rushers loose, and they're and then they obviously have the and corners. And then the secondary just right. eats. Right. So, but, yeah, obviously a big re- part of that is Blake Bortles not being able to give you the lead. And there you and go. a lot of this has to do with Fournette being out too. I'll give him that me. fantasy. You're killing me, Fournette. I have Dalvin Cook, right? It's not not much better. I have Devontae Freeman, so again, not much better. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, we're doing pretty awful in fantasy. So, the Jaguars, I wouldn't. They should. I think after this season, if not, I, I mean, could they make a midseason trade for a quarterback? 
I'm surprised they didn't go after Teddy Bridgewater. They should have. Teddy Bridgewater was an improvement. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, and now the Saints are going to let him go because now they have the replacement for Breeze. In, well, I think Breeze will play for two or three more years, but in case Breeze goes down. I mean, I think the deadline's October 30th, so you're going to have to see it in the next couple weeks if you're going to see a trade, and I highly doubt it. And you know I what? think they're stuck with, with him. They just got to ride with it this, out. With this whole Gruden-Derek Carr experiment failing, I wouldn't put it past Gruden's shop around Derek Carr, see so no how much he can get. No way they get rid Bro, of Bro, no Derek one's Carr. safe there because Gruden's the worst coach in the world. That guy's a joke, okay? Have you seen what he's done to that franchise in six games? Yeah. Everybody's bad. up. Their only dub is against the Browns, and I was lucky. Once Khalil Mack was traded, everybody's available. After your starting quarterback goes on social media saying, hey, I, me and Khalil Mack are kind of boys. I hope he stays. You he's, should keep him because if you sell him, or if you trade him like they did, and he's got a morale, deal. their morale is way low. He don't have to worry about getting fired, so he's just gonna do his his thing, and he's gonna run that team into the ground. Who made the decision to give him a ten year, hundred million contract? Davis. That was the worst decision probably in pro sports yep. in recent memory. Uh, I don't I don't know if there's hundred million to a coach who hasn't coached in ten years. Ten years. Yeah. I would say the only coach or decision like that that was worse is. United giving David Moyes a six-year contract in 2013. Fair, but soccer's weird with their contracts and stuff like that. You'll There's never, always some ne- wonky stuff out you'll there. You'll never find a manager sign a contract more than three years into that today's game. Fair, and they that one did a, not work out too great. They gave him a six-year contract after proving absolutely nothing with Everton. I mean, Gruden's a genius, though, because he was probably making 10-plus million as the announcer for Monday Night Football. So he had he had a ton of leverage. They're just morons for buying into it. I'm a Bucks fan, okay? He gave us a Super Bowl, but that might as well have been Dungy's Super Bowl because once he built his own team here in Tampa, he was atrocious. Bringing over every old Raider known to man, Charlie Garner, Tim Brown. Surprised he didn't get Rich Gannon out of retirement. The guy cannot build a team. He's awful. When they hired him, he said, we're going to take things back to 1998. What a great year that was for football. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Give me a break. Who was the champion, the champion in 1998? I want to say it was the Broncos. Was that Elway? I think that was Elway's second. Yeah, that, was that, that's when Elway he went out against the Packers? The Falcons, I think, right? Uh, Packers were the first one. Oh, it was Green Bay. No, no, it wasn't. Sorry. Pretty sure it was Atlanta. It was Green Bay, Denver, and Denver won. It was John Elway's oh, okay. last Super Bowl. Okay, yeah. So That was yeah. the famous helicopter play. Right. Yep. Yeah, I mean, so maybe. yeah, Brett Favre and Owen in the Super Bowl is great, but I wouldn't want to play football in '98. No, I mean, you know, it's just Gruden's the worst, man. When the Bucks were talking about possibly getting him, I was praying that they did not do it. Who's in the worst of a mess or worst of a situation, the Raiders or the Giants? Because uh, I think both teams should start over completely. Well, I think I think it's the Raiders just because everybody knows the Giants just need to get rid of Ui and you're good. Yeah, the Raiders are stuck with Gruden, um, and. At this point in Carr's development, they should be on an incline working towards becoming a title contender, and they're going the complete opposite direction. Right. Um, the talent around Eli is unreal. He just he's, – he's garbage now. The that Giants got what they got out of Eli, and they're at the, the tail end of that. That's okay. They're supposed to be going through a rebuild I think, and everything. I think right. Eli's definitely not what he was, but that O-line is atrocious. Yeah, Awful. that's fine, but he's still not. But, and he's not mobile enough to get out of it. Yeah, I mean – and I pose this question to Brandon. Do you think the Giants? They, I would say they definitely regretted drafting Saquon. If you could ask yeah. this, first of all, this I still don't think so here's, necessarily. Because here, here's what the Giants should have done: either a, see if there was a quarterback on the market that you could have traded for a free agent, a la 
Case Keenum, Alex Smith, or Kirk Cousins. Or B, don't pay Odell, let him go where he wants to go, and draft Sam Darnold and restart the franchise around Sam Darnold. It was either you go all in or start over with a promising quarterback. And they were going all in with Eli Manning. So I should have... I I just think they thought Saquon was that much of a talent that they couldn't pass up. What running back by himself has turned around a franchise his first year? You could say Zeke. They're not in the win now scenario. They didn't need to win right now. They, the Giants. The Giants. They can just grab a quarterback in like two years, and then they're gonna have Saquon, who's a couple of years down the line, who's gonna be. Right. I mean, it's weird to say, but I guess that would be a prime for a running back because they have such a short right. lifespan. The prime, the prime for a quarter, the running back is within the first three years. Yeah. So then you'd have Saquon there, and then you'd have a quarterback coming in. Who two years from now they could have a better option at quarterback in the draft. Yeah, I mean, it, to pick up. If it were me, I would have taken Darnold just because you need the quarterback. But, I mean, they got Barkley, who's a beast. So they could get one next year or, like uh, Brandon was saying, in two years. I mean, they'll be fine. But, yeah, I think they definitely thought give Eli, overpay Nate Solder, and Eli will be fine. And it's just, and it didn't work out. It like didn't that. work out. So. The thing is, quarterbacks are easier to come by, I feel like, in the draft rather than a running back like Saquon. You're not going to see a running back like that go into the draft. Oh, I yeah. think it's the complete opposite. Really? I feel like you can find value in a running back later in the draft. Look where Sonny Michelle. He got drafted late first round. Baller. Wait, I mean, the, uh, Kareem Hunt went to Toledo. What, what round was he? Was he undrafted? Was no, he drafted? no, no. He was third round pick. Third round pick. Yeah, up Look until up until Zeke and Gurley, there hadn't been a running back in the first round taken in like four or five years. So, and I'm not saying Saquon's not transcending; he's a great, great player. But he's their whole offense. He's their whole. He's offense. it. <laughs> he's it. And you know what? They only scored 13 points last week. So. so I mean, you say that, but imagine if he was playing with the Pats right now. Oh yeah, a running back is a good compliment to have. Like Saquon would be amazing in a, even with the Ravens, that would be a great. You know. They have a lot of. They'd sign a lot of wide receivers. They do have Alex Collins. They don't use him. But even if he was on a better situation like that, he would be amazing. But you cannot put a running back on a losing franchise or a losing team. Like look at David Johnson in Arizona. David Johnson's a great running back, but he doesn't account to wins. You gotta you gotta take into account too though. The Giants haven't had a running game since what Brandon Jacobs. Yeah. Yeah. And so they they really haven't had one or the other. Or I mean, they've had Eli, and like Brandon said, they got what they got out of him. So, I mean, even if you bring in a rookie quarterback with no running game, you're probably not going to set him up for success. So you take the surefire thing, and then you just try and draft a one next year. You know? See who's out there. Do you, but could a, can a rookie quarterback, let's, assuming they, let's say they draft a quarterback next year, can, who's, the, who's the number one quarterback going? Is the guy from Oregon? Or UCLA? Um, Oregon's out Hoover. there. Um What's his name? Greer? Uh, well, Greer, Greer from West Virginia. Can, any of, those, can, any, can any of those quarterbacks bring immediate success like going into the playoffs? I mean, it's a rookie quarterback, dude. That's, exactly. I mean, that's it's a rookie quarterback. To... So if you're going to draft a rookie quarterback and expecting him to get you in the playoffs, I don't think that's going to work. That's why I said they should have not paid Odell and just restarted. Well, but, I mean, a rookie quarterback having a weapon like Odell is a pretty good recipe for success. Kind of helps out. He will throw a lot of interceptions. So and why did Dak like do so well his rookie year? Because he had Zeke. Daz, Jay, uh, that is true. It's Zeke. Zeke was the whole key to that whole yeah. thing. And their offensive line, obviously. But he had a running game that he could I think the on. stars aligned for the first year in Dallas. Everything was perfect. Their right. line was, was at its peak. Zeke, you know, fresh legs, just getting to the league. Dez was still... A good wide receiver and Jason Winton was has been solid his whole career. Uh, 
matchup of the week, what do we have? I don't see any games that immediately pop off the screen. I think Saints-Ravens could be an interesting game because I think Ravens oh. are the most underrated team in the NFL. They had 11 sacks last week. They haven't let up a touchdown in the second half, I believe. No way. Their defense is unreal right now. I'm telling you. They're just not flashy. They're, I mean, they're, they're just a bat. They're, they're not an interesting franchise in general. They're consistent. They're they are consistent. They'll, Wildly they, consistent. They won't <laughs> they won't get worse than seven and nine. Right. I They'll know. never. That's going to be a good good game just because of Breeze versus that defense. And it's in Baltimore, I believe. It even, is in Baltimore, so I wouldn't even be surprised if the Ravens beat the Saints. Right. Get Breeze out of that dome. I'm not even I'm not even starting Breeze this week in fantasy. Absolutely not. Who are you starting over? Jared Goff or San Francisco? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. That's understandable. Right. Uh, other than that, the ba- the Browns have been kind of meh the past couple weeks. Uh, I love, you know, being high off the Baker Mayfield dream after a couple weeks. And obviously, he's going to go through growing pains. I'm not giving up on him. No, 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 no. I was just going to say, as a Bucks fan, we're going to make him look like better than Patrick Mahomes. Because the, <laughs> the Bucks defense is the worst thing going around right now. And Baker's going to shred us. It's in Tampa. We they're should go gonna, to that game. They're going to destroy us. What are we, favored by three, I think? I'll have to check the spreads. We'll do yeah. that at the lock of the, uh, lock of the week at the end of the uh, session. Uh, we three. should... We should talk about game of the week last week. I'm not talking about Kansas City, uh, New England. I'm talking about Miami, Chicago. This isn't even a biased opinion. No that bias. was That may end up being the game of the year. That game was absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. And not, it didn't help me health-wise at all. Like, no. I almost had a heart attack <laughs> multiple times throughout Obviously. that game. I mean, so many factors going into the game. It's 21-13. The Bears scored to make it 28-13. Gets called back because of penalty. Next play, we get an interception. That drive, we tie it up, get the two-point conversion. They score. Our first play from scrimmage after they score, Albert Wilson goes 75 yards. Albert Wilson, peace. So we tie it up. We go into overtime. We fumble on the one-yard line. Typical Miami Dolphins. I'm thinking this whole time. Typical. Bears are just going to run, get three big runs, which they did with Jordan Howard, get in the field goal position. And I think this is the biggest mistake the Bears did that no they one's played talking it. about. They was third and four. Way too safe. It was third and four with about two minutes left in overtime. And they, they – they ran a draw, and it, and it looked They more, just accepted the field goal from it, 54 yards out. And it looked more like the, the run play was designed just to get the ball centralized. Yeah, that's 100% what it was, mm-hmm. which makes absolutely zero sense. They had two sense. timeouts. They should have – they absolutely that should have been a pass. I mean, I'm down. But oh, I'm so made, glad they didn't. It made zero I'm, sense. So 53. It was way too safe. Our old kicker. Perky. Per, Perky misses. And after that, it, I think after the Bears miss, my first thought was, okay, we're not losing. And then I said, wow, it really is Brocktober. Would you look at that? Oh, no, Can no. you believe that guy? Over 300 yards, pa- 380 yards passing, three touchdowns. Uh, but here's the thing. This is how I know no one knows. That this is how I know no one watched the Dolphin game. Because everyone brings up Brock Osweiler's stat line. As if it's not completely as inflated as, by the fact that Albert Wilson yeah, put the whole team on his back. As for- if Albert Wilson didn't account for... Over well, how much over did he have? Five yards. 125 yards uh, receiving. 155. No, he had 155. But if you think about probably yards after contact, well, right he had the one catch, screen. To 75 yards. Yeah, and then no, it wasn't a screen pass to 75 yards. It was just over the middle. I thought that the was first the, screen. the first touchdown. The first touchdown was a screen, and that which, was 40, 45 yards. Yeah. So over, which he broke uh, how many tackles out of that? So over 100 yards and two catches, and those two catches for the touchdowns. Mm. So that's inflating his stats. Brock Osweiler also didn't throw a pass over 15 yards. He didn't. I, that's why Brock and Roll is a facade. 
It's oh, I think I, I think against the Lions this Sunday, I think we'll have a chance if we stick to our game plan. Our defense, our secondary is a top five in the league. Unless Easily. he loses it for you. Oh, he could. He threw two interceptions. No, because I already know. I want to see if there's a line on the over-under of how many screens the Dolphins are going to throw this weekend. Because <laughs> I already know. They said, oh, Albert Wilson was able to do it last week. We're, let's try and do it another ten times. Right. They're just going to go back and forth, right to left, no, Jakeem, Jakeem Grant, Grant yeah. and <laughs> Albert Wilson. That's going to be their offense. I want the over-under on how many times Brock Osweiler says white 80. White 80! <laughs> oh, you, uh, you overlooked this Bengals-Chiefs game, bro. That's gonna be a good one. The I don't. I don't trust. I. I don't know if it's the Cincinnati, Bengals blew it last week. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know if it's Cincinnati as, as an organization itself that really just doesn't interest me. Like no matter how good they'll well, be, that's, it's Cincinnati Bengals. That's fine, but they have a ginger at quarterback. Really, <laughs> exactly. The red water pistol. Yep. The red water pistol. I'm actually looking at Patriots Chicago in Chicago. Khalil Max banged up. He's playing, but he's, That'll he's be banged up. Interesting game. That's why he didn't have a sack against you guys. Oh, he didn't do anything against us. He Absolutely not. Because ankle. we completely shut him down. I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think this could be an interesting game. Uh, I know I was talking to Brandon how Mitch Trubisky doesn't scare me. Mitch, I would say Mitch Trubisky played well last game, even though he had what one interception. I think he still played well. In the the interception in the red zone was huge that turned around the whole game i mean that was he handed the game back to them and there was no reason for him to force it in there new england doesn't have a good off defense i would say the dolphins have a better defense than new england um patriots still you know it's still tom brady it's still gronk it's still belichick so i still think there'll be some consistency there but in chicago you know i this the, the city's feeling something they haven't felt in a long time with the bears there is some a lot Go of bears. there I wouldn't even. I wouldn't be surprised if the Bears win the NFC North. I still don't trust Kirk Cousins that much. Bro. And the Vikings, he has had lapses. You're putting way too much faith in Trubisky. Kevin. I'm no. I'm looking. You are at, I'm not this, against this, that this, prediction. This, actually, this, this is 100 percent because of Nagy. They they're running a college offense. They're doing. They're doing. I know every team in the league is doing RPOs now, but they're doing, like they're doing options. They're they're doing uh, pitches to Tariq Cohen. No, that's a, it's good. I mean, they're not terrible, but I'm not ready to say they will win the NFC North with Mitchell Trubisky as their quarterback. He's too young still. The Bucks made him look great with six touchdowns, but what did I say earlier? The Bucks are awful, okay? The other games prior to that Bucks game, I mean, he really wasn't wowing anybody. And you're going to put him over Aaron Rodgers? No, I'm putting him over Aaron Rodgers. It's Rogers. just because this is another that, slow Kirk start Cousins for the Packers. Too. Yeah, Aaron, I mean, how many times is this going to happen with the talk, Packers? Let's talk about this again. Well, thank you for this segue. No problem. The Packers, <laughs> I don't. Packers. I, there, there hasn't been an organization that's made me as furious as the Packers. <laughs> I, you have, I feel that. You have arguably the greatest quarterback of all time, and I don't think I, I don't feel guilty for saying that because Aaron Rodgers, again. I've only been on this earth for 20 years. He's the greatest quarterback I've ever seen, arm talent-wise. I know Marino, Elway, Montana, they did their stuff. I haven't seen a guy throw a football like Aaron Rodgers. What does he have around him? Nothing. Not Monte Adams. It took, a, it took a heroic effort, and this wasn't even his first. This is like his 10th time bailing out the Packers. Against the 49ers. Against the 49ers in Green Bay on a Monday night. Mm-hmm. They have no defense. Absolutely no defense, they no running game. They haven't had a running game in Amon Green. God no who's their, who, who was their last good running back? <laughs> I think it was Amon Green. <laughs> it really was. Like even with Favre, who what running back? Did Eddie Favre Lacy have? had his. Eddie Lacy, that's you. That's what I was thinking. God, but I mean, Eddie had, Lacy. That, was, that was a quick little, yeah. <laughs> little spurt. That Put he on a hundred pounds after that. That boy. Yep. Is he even in the league anymore? No, he's gone. No. Uh, 
uh, Seattle had signed him. He's chilling with Jamarcus Russell. <laughs> Job of the hut. <laughs> so they're yeah, wa- they're wasting. They're wasting it. Yeah. Aaron, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'm pulling some NBA shit. Trade me. Well, he can't now. He just signed that deal. He had he had his chance before he signed that new deal. Now he's the highest paid player in the league. So that's gonna be tough. To, I mean, listen, I think. He should have left. He could have grabbed another ring yeah. somewhere else. Yep. It's not happening in Green Bay. He wanted his money. Imagine if the he went to New York. He wanted his money. Him and ODJ and oh. Saquon. <laughs> Ingram. That actually would have been wild. I, That's all they're missing. And uh, I, Packers might not make the playoffs this year. They oh, they yeah. No, no they this might. is your typical Green Bay Packers lull you to sleep during the beginning of the season. No one buys into them. They're going to sneak into the playoffs. And Purely off of Rodgers' talent, though. Yeah. Plus, off that. plus that's how it happens every year. Game though. one when he came, when he brought him back against the uh, Bears, oh. hurt. He's he's been hurt. He's not a hundred percent. That's he's what I, that's always what I'm hurt. You know what? He's he's similar to Big Ben in that regard. He just pretends to be hurt just to get some sympathy Big and save yourself from criticism. <laughs> Big Ben is the Big Ben worst. has ended up in a walking boot every season of his career. Oh yeah, it's just like oh yeah, I've been. Pretty bad the past couple of weeks. Like They're on the walking boot. He is it's that easy. Worst, man. And uh, people always fall for it. Can't stand him. Can't stand him. All right. Uh, last game to talk about, I think, is the Chiefs Patriots. One of the better games I've seen in the past five years in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Forty-three to forty. Uh, I did choose the Chiefs to win at the beginning of the before the game started. I think we talked about again, that. Again, we are pretty bad with our picks. Yeah, but I again. <laughs> This was what everyone's been saying, and it's 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 a hundred percent true. Whoever had the ball last would win. Yeah, that's on. That, we did. We predicted that pretty well. Yeah, we were very right about that. Um, how far do you think the Chiefs are going this year? AFC Championship, and then depending on, I mean, they could make the Super Bowl. We were talking about this. Like, who's the second best team in the AFC? Or I'm sorry, who's the who's besides the Patriots and the Chiefs? Who's the next team? Jags? No. With Bortles, no. It is the Jets. Pittsburgh has the talent. Once Le'Veon gets back, we'll see how that works out. Their defense is still porous. Connors is still legit. Oh, and, you know, with James Conner, I think this works out with uh, with Le'Veon pretty well because he doesn't want the touches, so you can run a two-back system with Conner and Le'Veon. I'm just – the Chiefs scare me only because that defense is terrible. Yeah. Very suspect. Very, very bad. And when when your guy, Mahomes, and your offense puts up 40 and you still lose, that's – that's cause for concern, so, for sure. We're asking. All right, so we talked about this earlier with the Ravens. If the Chiefs and the Ravens met in, in right before the AFC Championship, man, I you know what? That, I would choose the Ravens. I man, especially that time of year. That oh man, I think, yeah, I think the defense. Yeah, well, first off, he hasn't played a defense like that yet. And playoff Flacco yeah. is a respectable and quarterback. And Flacco's playoff rejuvenated. Flacco. Flacco's rejuvenated. They have Crabtree. They, they have drafted John, John Brown. Right. Alex Collins and who's the other running back in that system? It's it's Alex Collins and. Oh, they run that two back set. Buck Allen. Yeah, yeah. So, the Ravens just aren't a flashy team. So that's why no one's talking about them. But absolutely, if they meet in the playoffs, everything else being constant, you know, no injuries, same team going forward. And maybe it changes once Eric Berry comes back because, I mean, he's one of the best safeties in the league, so maybe he can make them average at that point. But right now, that defense... <laughs> make them average. <laughs> their defense is terrible, man. I mean, they're right after the Bucks. But Chargers, once Boza gets back, could be interesting. Mm-hmm. All right, perfect. 
this is my segue. Yep. Do Boza it. brothers. Joey yeah. Boza. He's hurt. Younger brother Nick Boza. Went to high school with him. Mm-hmm. One of the best athletes I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. He has decided. Wait, to you went to high school with him? Yeah, he was in my grade. Really? Nick Boza? Yeah. Wow. What about Joey? Joey was four years older than me. But I he went to your school too. Yeah, he was a senior when I was a freshman. And yes, he looked the same. Absolutely. Believe it. Um, he's decided to end his Ohio State career uh, because of injury to focus on the NFL draft. I have no problem with it, Theo. Bro, he's going top five either no. way. It doesn't matter. Oh, top three. He's Excuse the top me. prospect I, on I was the board right now. I mean, you got $30 million to mess with. I'm not screwing around with that. I don't want to play for Urban Meyer. Especially for Urban Meyer. Scumbag. Why don't you go hide something else, Urban? And I will say I'm a little biased because I'm a Gator fan, so I hate When he guy. faked his heart attack, yes. he dipped out of there? Yes. I can't stand the man. Even though he gave us two titles, I still can't stand him. He's the worst. I don't know. I feel like if someone gave me, if someone gave the Dolphins two Super Bowls, you can get mur- commit murder and I'll be cool with it. You could do pretty much anything. Yeah, well, just wait until <laughs> it happens to you, okay? Because right. it hurts. All right, so uh, I've started to watch more college football this year, and there's a lot of good, uh, interesting storylines. Yes. Gators are good again, which is good. Texas is good again, which is good for the brand. Mm-hmm. Alabama's already up there. We know that. No one's beating them. Notre Dame is in the top four, which is also good for college football. Mm-hmm. A lot of these traditional schools are playing well again, which is nice. Even Oregon in the Pac-12 with that offense, they're back uh, being relevant. Mm-hmm. What's the most interesting storyline this year, in your opinion? Well, I mean, it's kind of not interesting, but Alabama with Tua Tagovailoa, they've never had a quarterback that good. They've always just had amazing defense, running backs, and then they just asked the quarterback not to screw anything up. This kid's going to win the Heisman, and he doesn't even play in the second half of games. And that's how efficient he is. They work on the quarterbacks not screwing up. He's not screwing up either. So he's putting up, he has what, 22 touchdowns, zero interceptions. And no he throws, way. Zero. <laughs> I swear to God. He throws for I like saw that last week, yards, and I thought it was fake. And he doesn't play in the second half of games because they're blowing everybody out. Even he, Is he more of a front runner than Kyle Murray? Yes. He's winning. Especially since Kyle Murray lost to Texas. That, that put a hit on his Heisman. But he has a chance to bounce back. But, yes. Bro, the guy is – he's unreal. He's unreal. When you can be brought in for the second half of the national championship and game – And ruin my bet, And not way. play, and then you win the game for them, he's on another I level. had the under of that game. At first half, I'm like, perfect, it's hitting. But – Oh, and then Saban throws on a backup quarterback. I'm like, oh, I'm even more money. No, nope. And then this guy has – uh, He has the left arm. He's a lefty Aaron Rodgers. Jeez. How about I, the pair that Saban has on him for making that move right there? That was probably the guy who's taking you to two national championships and has you like, said, "Nope, you two, sit down, yeah, take a seat, pal, grab some pine." It's I think, crazy. but that shows even more how talented Tua is. That Saban know knew yeah. that if Tua goes in because he has a better arm talent, he can throw the ball deeper, which is what they needed that game essentially. Oh, I mean, he was a huge recruit, so I mean, everybody knew he had the talent. And it's, just and to it's, put him in in that spot, it was. And I think what I found more interesting about Tua is that since he's Hawaiian, you usually see more of the Samoan Pacific Islander players play in the Pac-12 on the West Coast. He went, he, yeah, he went to his Bama. His whole family lives in Bama. They, moved they all moved there, and yeah. his brother just signed there this year. He's, a, he he's a freshman there, too. No, I think he's uh, I think he's bigger, so I think okay. he's going to be like a fullback or something like that. Interesting. Uh, Gators are relevant again. They Thank just God. took they just took down Vanderbilt, even though it was close. Thank God. And then we've got who did they lose to this year though? Kentucky. Kentucky. And hey, Kentucky. In Kentucky. Top fifteen still. It, it's not a. Hey, it was the first loss to them in thirty. I was I was about to say years. that. Yeah. Listen, 
they haven't lost to them since the year I was born. All right, it was a heartbreaking loss. All right, but we got bounced back with LSU, and then we got Georgia next weekend in Jacksonville. In got Jacksonville, them beat down the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. <laughs> oh yeah, I might have to ride to Jacksonville for that. Do it. It's amazing. I did it twice when I was in school there. It's unreal. It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yep. Alrighty. Florida State's terrible. I love that. Willie Taggart, oh. first year head coach. He's FSU sucks. as a as a school, not just as college, not as far as college football goes. As a school, I've taken a major hit since they won the national championship in 2014. Yeah, Jimbo. Uh, you know, Jimbo left them behind. Jimbo dry. said, "Peace." Yeah. And I wonder what Jimbo's thinking now, being in the same conference with Alabama. I wonder if he's really enjoying that. How is South Carolina doing? Uh, they're bottom, you know. I hate Muschamp, too. He was a former Gator coach. He's he the awful. worst. He's he was the awful. worst. You know, they're average. But, I mean, they're still SEC top to bottoms, best conference in the country. Still, That still hasn't changed. All righty. Well, it's it, towards the end of the show, so we're going to go back to our new favorite segment. It is Lock of the Week. So... Me and Brandon, 0 for 2 the first week. I had Jags minus Boom. 3. They got they lost by 37, 33. <laughs> Brandon, who did you have? I had the, the Browns. Browns. Lo- what did you say, 24? They lost points. by 24. All right. Okay. Fantastic. So there's that, but betting is random. We, we'll go through peaks and troughs, and hopefully we peak. I'm looking at some spreads. I really don't see anything that really pops out of the screen that I can see as a lock. Um, I don't want to bet Miami plus three because that will be biased, and I want to give you an objective bet. I've got a couple for you. Okay, Nick. Well, you, it's one lock. It's one something. Lock. It's something. Unless you, you have multiple locks. I want one lock. I, I want I something have... you feel most confident in that I can make a parlay on Sunday. Okay, well, I have two possible, but my one ultimate lock, I think I would take Chargers over Titans minus six and a half. Titans are awful. They started out good. They haven't scored an offensive touchdown, I don't think, in the last two games. And it's at home, and Chargers are clicking. I it's not at that. home. Yeah, it is. No, yeah, it is. It's in, it's in L.A. Yeah. It's in Wembley. Oh, it's oh. in London. Never mind. Never, <laughs> never mind. Those games are, that's never what I was going to say. Those games are wonky. Thank you. you, you Thank you, sir. I forgot about that. Like, okay. I was going to tell you that because that changes everything. Everything. No. Everything. Forget that. Okay, so my other one then would be uh, Rams 49ers, Rams minus 9.5. What? Yep. It is Rams minus 9.5? <laughs> yeah, and it's the 49ers. With Bethard and no run game and no defense, how is that? Okay, that could be a trap bet. What do you, what do you mean? How is what you're saying? Like no, how is it? How is it only nine? No, saying, why are they only nine and a half? I got you. I got you. I'm surprised, you, yeah. bro. It's like when it's, yeah. it should be like seven. Like when Minnesota played Buffalo. Uh, yeah, sure. Vikings blew it, but the spread <laughs> was the seven, lost, It was seventeen yeah. and a half points. It's honestly probably because everybody's betting LA, so it's moving the line the other way. To be honest with you, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the trap bet. I wouldn't be surprised if the trap. All right, so I have a lock. But I'm trying to remember what it was. Right. Oh yeah, my lock is the Vikings minus three and a half against the Jets. Is it in New York? It is in New York. Ooh, yes. I don't, I don't care. I don't know. The only thing is, Jets man, Minnesota's stink. defense has just not hit or miss. been as advertised this year. It's crazy. It's been hit or miss. I, I it's do... gonna be hit against that bum rookie <laughs> yeah, quarterback. Okay. So, okay, Darnold. Yeah, but the Jets have put up over 40 points like two or three times this uh, year already. Fool's gold, bro. All right, all right. Listen, that's your lock. Your opinion versus my opinion. My lock of the week is Ravens minus two and a half at home versus the Saints. Wow, you. that's your lock of the week. Lock of the week. The best game of the weekend. Best, you know. Listen, Drew. 
look at who the Saints played. There's been no notable defense that they've played that Drew Brees has done well against. It doesn't matter. The Ra- it's in Baltimore. It's in Baltimore, too. In, That's in different. In Baltimore. Ravens defense doesn't play around. Like you said, listen, you were you you made the points the points for me at the beginning of the show. Oh, listen, listen. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not negating that, but I wouldn't bet that game because it's still Drew Brees and it's still Alvin Kamara and it's still Michael Thomas. Like I love the Ravens defense, but you're talking about the Saints offense. And the Saints defense hasn't been that good this year. No. But they're actually they've been getting a little bit better. But no, I mean their defense isn't anything amazing. But I'm just saying if you're putting money down I don't know about that game. Minus two and a half? Yeah. That's a small margin for error, brother. The over-under's 50. For real? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. No. That. A lot of scoring, no. more margins. Oh, there are a lot of really high over-unders. Oh, my God. If you're taking an over-under. Chiefs is at 58. Dude, the Cowboys, <laughs> Redskins, over-under's 41. I would take the under on that for sure. Those teams suck. They are, the Cowboys are not putting 40 again. That's for sure. And then you have Alex Smith still quarterback. The Texans, Jaguars is also 41. If which... you want to do over under Bucks Browns, it's going to be over. Bucks Browns is That's gonna 50. That's going to be a shootout. That's 50. That's going to be a shootout. Can we do lock of the week as an over under? Sure. No. Nah, nah. We have to stick with uh, spreads. Yeah. All right. We're... All right. Uh, I have one fantasy uh, question for the Oracle that is Nick Rocha. Mm hmm. Have some flex play uh, issues ever since I started Calvin Ridley. He decided to go dormant and not catch any touchdowns anymore. I do have the Redskins at home. Mm -hmm. I have AP, Mm -hmm. who they're coming off a bye, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, there's that. No, they they played this past weekend. They beat the Panthers. Oh, yeah, Mm -hmm. and AP rushed for 97 yards. Yeah. Um, AP or Calvin Ridley versus the Giants in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping the Giants are the New York Giants. So I can start Ridley. What's Ridley's injury update? Cause, is I he mean, hurt? He got hurt in the Bucks game last week. He didn't play the second half. That Neither did Mohamed Sanu. That explains a lot. So the, the <laughs> that would be yeah. I mean that would be key on figuring that out. Um, if he's hurt, obviously that makes it pretty easy. Well, if I knew he was hurt, I probably would have put Lindsey in yesterday, and he got 16 points. That would have been nice. Yeah, he should have. You may be better off because Ridley's going to play, and Sanu is uncertain. Oh, so and it's the Giants. That's going to be a shootout. So you're going to be better off playing Ridley, then? I would say Ridley over AP. And the Redskins are playing who? Dallas? Yeah, they have a good. They have Sean Lee. Is Sean Lee out? Yeah, but uh, have you Sean seen... Sean Lee. Uh, what's his name? Jalen Smith? They're run, the guy who they drafted a few years ago from Notre Dame who shredded his knee in the Fiesta Bowl. He would have been a top-five pick, and he shreds his knee in the Fiesta Bowl. They take him in the second round because everybody didn't know if the nerves were going to regenerate. They've regenerated, and he's insane. He's the guy who almost took Watson out of the game two, uh, two Sunday nights ago. He's a beast. Just look him up. Okay. I'll uh, take I would go him. Ridley. Oh, Personally. Ridley's out. Ridley's out? Well, there you go. Yep. Makes that easy. Ruled out with ankle injury. God damn. Mm-hmm. Bruised ankle. You could say that on the air, huh? Yeah. GD. GD. God huh? damn it. Yeah, What'd you say? I said GD. You probably can't, but whatever. Just yeah. go. Just rock with it. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, that is the end of the show. Nick, thanks for coming back. It's always so fun to have you here. Guys, I can't thank you enough for having me. It's always a blast hanging out with you, fellas. Thank you. Brandon, you're all right. All right. All right. We'll catch us next, what, next week, Friday. Episode will probably be out Friday night, Saturday morning. But until then, peace. Thanks, 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 thanks.